Good afternoon, my conscious co-creators. Welcome to the first edition of the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity for 2019. Yes, it's the start of a new year. Uh, we've got a whole bunch of shows lined up for you. Uh, it looks like it's going to be a great year here at talkradio.nyc. We have a new show starting next week. I uh, hope you will tune in for it on Tuesday night at 7 o'clock called Rediscovering New York. A wonderful uh, real estate broker by the name of Jeff Goodman is going to come in talk about all different neighborhoods in New York and the characters of New York. And it, it's going to be a real, a real great real estate broker. Uh, a little echo there. Um, and, uh, and so there's a lot going on. I hope you guys had a, a good ending to 2018. Hello, Marcella. Oh, my Facebook Live peeps are, are already uh, coming on strong. Thank you. I, my dear friend, Sirve, uh, Marcella, Julian, Jonathan. Yes, thank you, Marcella. Happy New Year. Um, and just to let you guys know, I uh, we closed down the station for the last two weeks of the year um, because I was away visiting family in Israel. And uh, we were there for sort of a very special thing, and that was my mom's 99th birthday. Uh, the big 9-9, nine nine, yes. Uh, and she's still with it mentally. I'm, I'm very fortunate that she's... Uh, 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 still got all her faculties. Of course, she's 99. She's getting frail. It's more difficult for her to stand up and get around. But we had a big party for her. And, uh, you know, we had a little uh, drama. I didn't take her to the hospital after the party. But the doctor said everything was fine. And she was able to come home the next day. Uh, so it was nice to kind of get away from everything uh, and this was like real family time. You know, I was, I was going to say take time for myself, which I did a little bit while I was there, but really this was a visit all for family. So I, I call it a family trip, not a vacation necessarily. Um, but it's always nice just to get away, get out of your typical environment, get out of your normal routines into just a totally different environment. And, you know, one thing I will say about my mom, and I'm dedicating this show to my mom, because she's truly an amazing person, because she moved to Israel when she was 91 years old. 91. I don't know too many people who at 91 would change their country of residence to a country where, although she speaks Yiddish, she doesn't really speak Hebrew. So it was a big adjustment for her. But one thing I will say, I personally believe, and I have no facts to back this up other than the fact that she's still with us, but I personally believe that the fact that she did move out of New York, that she did move to Israel to be with my sister and her family there and to get it go into an assisted living facility there, the fact that she was willing to make such a dramatic change at 91 years of age I think, has extended her life for a couple of reasons. First of all, because she's outlived almost all of her friends. I think all of her friends. You know, she's outlived all the people she used to go to the senior center with and she used to travel with and she used to do all these things with. And so by, by moving to a new country, she's a, and she's a very outgoing, sociable person, it actually forced her to make new friends. 
And so what happened when she got to Israel? She made new friends. She, stood, she joined this bridge club. She would go to, to uh, uh, the events that they had at the, the assisted living facility, and she made a whole bunch of new friends. <laughs> Unfortunately, now some of those friends have transitioned on, and she's still around. Um, so I guess that is one of the <laughs> gifts of aging, or, or, or I don't want to say curses, but one of the challenges of living so long is all these people you know uh, may go before you. So mom, this show is dedicated to you. Uh, um, I was very happy to be there for your 99th and, uh, God willing, uh, we'll be there next year for your 100th birthday. <sighs> Couldn't believe it. You know, I, and I never even knew my grandparents, you know, this is just truly amazing to me because, uh, my grandparents all died in their like late fifties before my parents even met and got married. So I, I never had any grandparents. So this is something unusual for me. Okay, great. So enough of the dedication for now. And uh, let's start talking about our quotes of the day. And thank you, Julian. A happy new year to you too. Uh, all right. Our first quotes from the universe and from Abraham for 2019. Let's see what the universe and Abraham have in store for us. First, from the universe. The questions you have to answer pertain to what, where, when, and why. Mine pertain, pertain to how and with whom. Fair, the universe. Ah, we love our quotes from Mike Dooley in the universe. So uh, the universe reminding us that really our work or our focus in terms of what we want to create, what we want to manifest in life, what we want to see come to be, that our focus should really be on answering the questions of what do we want? Where do we want it? When do we want it? And why do we want it? And I think why is probably the most important one. And when, you know, when is important, but when we also have to remember that our timing is not necessarily the universe's timing. So uh, when is when we would like it, uh, but not when we should necessarily expect it. Um, and when we focus on those things, the universe will focus for us or show us the how to get there and with whom. Because sometimes the with whom is not who we expect, is not what we expect. It's not necessarily the people we thought would be around us. Things shift and change. And just as an example here uh, with the station, you know, uh, we have new shows coming on board. We have old shows leaving. You know, things shift and change all the time. And sometimes we think that people who will be around for a long time just disappear like that on us. And then something happens and, you know, people who uh, we think we have very close relationship with, they're gone. And that happens. So the with whom changes over time. And the how also, how we're going to get to where uh, we want to get can also shift and change. So our focus, what, where, when, and why. And why is really the biggest one. Because when we have a really clear, strong, heartfelt, deep, desirous why inside of us, nothing can stop that from coming out. Awesome. A great quote from Mike Dooley in the universe. Hope you enjoyed it. Let's see what Abraham has in store for us today. 
It doesn't really matter what religion anyone believes. If their life is working, and there are many different approaches to life that are working very well, then why not let them believe whatever they want to believe? It's all working in the way that it is supposed to be. There are religions that you wouldn't want anything to do with and that are perfect mechanisms for people who are involved in them. And therefore, they are a very good thing. Abraham. Ah, I love this quote from Abraham. I don't think I've had one quite like this before on the show, but this is a really good quote talking about religion. And it's not really just about religion. It's really about whatever methodologies, whatever beliefs, whatever way that someone is living their life, it doesn't have to be the way we're living our lives. It doesn't have to be the way we would want to live our lives. If it works for them, what's the big deal? Let them believe what they believe in. It doesn't have to line up with what we believe in. If it serves them, if it supports them, if they're happy in what they're doing, that's all that matters. We're all different people. We come from different backgrounds, different places. We, we, we're not designed to all believe the same thing. The, the variety of life is too uh, expansive, is too uh, um, um, varied for us to believe everything. So it's not about getting everyone to believe the same thing. It's really about just accepting differences for what they are and being okay with it. Right? I mean, I was brought up in the Jewish tradition. You know, that 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 was that's my ethnicity, that's my background, that was also my religion. But as I grew up, I kind of went, you know, away from the dogmatic, religious, law-based stuff because it just didn't speak to me. Now, I consider myself a very spiritual person and I incorporate a lot of different spiritual uh, backgrounds into the things that I talk about and I believe and, I, and what works for me. But that's just what works for me. It doesn't mean that's what works for you. Somebody who is brought up Christian, Catholic, Muslim, Buddhist, Hindu. You know, there, there's so many different belief systems out there. I'm fine with that. As long as your belief system does not require you to impose your belief system onto me. Right? I, I'm fine. You can believe whatever you want. I don't have to believe the same thing. I can believe whatever I want. You don't have to believe the same thing. I am not going to force you to believe what I believe. I may share my ideas, right? You know, if I think I found something good, I like to share it. I like, you know, I want people to have a good life. I want people to, to feel supported and I want people to, 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 to have things that, that work for them in their life. So I may share what I believe in, but I by no means intend to convert anybody. I by no means want anybody to stop believing what they believe in if they enjoy believing in it, if it serves them. The same thing is true of this show. There are things that I talk about that may totally not resonate with you, and that's fine. 
you don't have to agree with anything that I say. All I ask is that, you know, try and keep a little bit of an open mind and, and be critical and test it for yourself. If the things I talk about on the show seem to make sense, or even if they don't seem to make sense, but you're willing to be open to just give it a shot, and if you say, hey, Sam, I tried it, didn't work for me, great, let it go, throw it out. Take that which resonates, which works for you, and leave the rest. That's my philosophy, one of my philosophies. So yes, it does not matter what religion, spiritual beliefs, political beliefs, it really doesn't. What matters is, does it truly work, support, and help the people what they're believing in? If it does, great. If it doesn't, that's their path. You know, we can, we can let people know, hey, look, here's another way, but it's not up to us to change their mind. They have to walk their own path. They have to find that way for themselves. So great quote from Abraham and from the universe. Ooh, I really like these quotes. I hope you enjoy them. Good, good quotes, I think, for the first show of the year. Ooh, and a bunch more people joining us on the Facebook Live. Pamela, Abby, Vincent, Massimo, Lisa. Hi, Massimo. Hi, Lisa. Uh, another Patty, Nahaz. Oh, good morning to you, one and all. Thank you all for joining me today on the show. And today, when we get back from break, we're going to dive into our topic for today, which is kind of a dual topic of standing up for ourselves with boundaries. And we're going to talk why these are the ultimate acts of self-care. So everybody, please stay with us. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We do this every Thursday, 12 noon Eastern to 1 p.m. Oh, thank you for all the hearts and thumbs up and uh, all the, the joy on the Facebook Live. I appreciate it. And we will be right back after these messages. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Did you know you've been playing poker your whole life, even if you've never played a hand of cards? Hi, I'm Ellen Lakend, author of Poker Woman and host of the new show, Poker Divas. On the show, I talk about how poker strategy helps you win in business, life, and love. Tune in live every Thursday, 1 p.m. to 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you stuck in a rut? Negative thoughts, feelings, and conversations got you down? Hi, I'm Noreen Sumter, The Potentiator. Tune in every Tuesday at 9 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time and listen for new ideas on my show, Beyond Potential, Live Life Your Way, on talkradio.nyc. Who do you want to connect with? Are you an entrepreneur or intrapreneur looking to build your following? Welcome to our show. Follow Me Friday with Joan and Priya. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern on talkradio.nyc. We're, We're your digital, digital connectors. connectors. Woo! Woo! What's that? <laughs> <laughs> 
Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour Awakening Humanity. Uh, if you guys saw me kind of like talking to somebody on the Facebook Live during the commercial break, I was talking to my trusty engineer, Chris, who uh, I want to give a special shout out, who handled the shows here on his own uh, for the last day of the year last year. And, um, so I appreciate him. I appreciate all of my interns. I've had amazing interns helping us out. Uh, in 2018 here at the radio station. They helped us move the office to take everything apart and put it back together um, to help us with doing new things on the network. Um, so uh, uh, a very sincere shout out to to everybody who's interned here at talkradio.nyc. Okay, so let's get on with the topic for today. And today it's just me and you. Um, so if you want to contribute our phone, we're still having a little bit of trouble with the phone lines. They should be fixed this afternoon. But if you want to comment or, or, or question or anything just in the Facebook live stream, uh, just type your questions or comments into the comment section of the video and I'll make sure to mention it and answer your questions. Um, and if you're listening on talkradio.nyc and you want to see the Facebook video, go to facebook.com slash S-A-M-W-Y-Z, which is my, my personal Facebook feed, um, or you can go to facebook.com slash talkradio.nyc or facebook.com slash conscious consultant. We're, we're everywhere. Okay, so today's issue is about standing up for ourselves. And why is standing up for ourselves so important? Well, because when we don't stand up for ourselves, people walk all over us. That should be pretty self-evident. And standing up for ourselves is something that in society, in, in I think most societies around the world, is something that we're, is not really encouraged, is not definitely not taught in the school system, is not really taught that much at home unless you've got very special parents. And it's not encouraged at work. It's not encouraged in religion. We're basically, from the time we're little kids, we're constantly programmed and beaten up and kind of taught to comply, to listen to your elders, to listen to authority, to, to, to shut up, sit down, and pay attention. And so, and, and I see Massimo asks, why is that so hard? And it's exactly for this reason, because society as a whole, and I want you, you have to think of society almost as it's an independent organism. Society is interested in what is best for society, for the whole. And what is best for the whole is not always what is best for the individual. And so we, society kind of, in, in many different ways, kind of pushes our individuality down so as to, um, to serve society and not the individual, to make serving society more important than serving ourselves. And Massimo says conditioning, exactly. And so 
for us to truly stand up for ourselves, not always, but many times or sometimes means having to go against what's best for the group. It's going against what's best for the family unit, what's best for the workplace, what's best for a religion, you know, for whatever kind of group. And so to stand up for ourselves is to say, hey, I'm important. Now, it doesn't have to be an egotistical, self-centered, megalomaniacal standing up for ourselves. It's merely a recognition that the individual is as important as the group. And that in order for us actually to contribute, to be the best us we can be, which ultimately is what serves the whole, we need to take care of ourselves. We need to to thrive. We need to nourish our souls, our bodies, our spirits. And sometimes that means having to say no to people. Many times, actually. We have a a weekend trip uh, planned uh, with our partner, our family. We're going to go away, and it's Friday at 5 o'clock, and our boss comes to us and says, hey, listen, I need you to work all weekend. We got this important project. You need to be here. Uh, I know you were planning to go away, but you have to be here. Now, if this happens to be one time out of the blue and it's something super important, yeah, okay, maybe that once you need to put your personal things aside in order for the benefit of the company. But if this is a chronic thing that happens all the time, that you never get a chance to go away, then it comes time for you to stand up for yourself and say, hey, you know what? I understand this is important. My family is also important. I haven't had a break for months. I cannot show up in a good way that's really going to help this project. Maybe let's try a different way. Instead of me having to be in the office all weekend and working with everybody, how about if I take my vacation and maybe I do a little work remotely? Or is there a way of doing it so it doesn't have to be done Monday morning? Or what are the other million and one possibilities? See, sometimes we get so stuck thinking like there's only one way for something to happen that we don't see that, you know what, there's actually 20 different ways for something to happen. We just have to find the right way and negotiate around what's the best way for it to happen. And maybe it's not us. Maybe we have to convince someone else on our team, on the management, or you know, whatever it happens to be. Or maybe like the family, your family, your, your, your parents, your, your siblings, maybe they're demanding something of you because you've always been there for them, because they remember you as a little kid and like you're the one who always does this or that. And so they um, expect this of you. And so sometimes we need to set those boundaries and say, hey, you know what? I know you're used to it, but I can't do it anymore. I can't do it right now. And this is why. And so standing up for ourselves in, in many, many situations is about having clear boundaries. It's, and, and having a boundary is not a wall. A boundary is not something that completely separates us from other people. It's not something that's like, go away, I want to have nothing to do with you. I mean, on, on certain instances it might if somebody's uh, uh, always constantly 
crossing boundaries and, and, and pushing themselves onto you. Maybe you have to be very clear and say, no, you're not in my life anymore. But mostly boundaries are more saying, this is what is okay and this is what's not okay. They're more of a see-through fence, I would say, rather than a, a, a solid brick wall. In some instances, this isn't necessarily entirely true because there are certain situations where certain things are appropriate and in other situations where they're not. And sometimes we just need to be very, very clear with anybody, with people at work, people uh, in our business, uh, people at home, people in our family, you know, friends, just different people. Now, is there one boundary for everybody? No, of course not. Different people are, are close to us in different ways. Different people, uh, you know, really, they can expect more from us in, in different ways. Um, so it's not one size fits all. It's about finding what's the appropriate boundary for a given situation, for a given person. Because also it might be the same situation, two or three different people, and because of the different personalities, you need different kinds of boundaries with each of those people. Oh, thank you, Abigail. Abby uh, says, thank you. <laughs> thank you for being Sam. Yes, uh, I appreciate that. I'm, I'm, I can only be Sam. I can only be me, <laughs> thankfully. Um, but these boundaries are very important. And the thing is, is that when we're raised not to have strong boundaries and when we're raised where boundaries are constantly crossed in inappropriate ways, to all of a sudden start having boundaries is not necessarily an easy thing. It's not easy for us because we're not used to flexing that muscle and so we're just not used to like saying no to people or maybe we're used to sharing things with people that we really don't want to share anymore and so we have to just keep our mouths closed but we're not used to keeping our mouths closed so we still things kind of leak and that's okay that means having to be kind and gentle with ourselves and know that okay i need to do the five pound weights first i need to build up this boundary muscle first in order to bring it to the point where okay now i'm much more comfortable i can be much more clear and i can be much more firm and one of the keys, and this was a, a very important tool. Someone said it in a class I took years ago. And I, I tell everybody all the time, many of my coaching clients who work with me, I, I work with them to really instill this in them. I want you to really listen to this. This is a very important tool. I'm giving you some gold right here. Two most important letters, N-O, no. No is a complete sentence. No is a complete sentence. It's very definitive. It does not have to be justified. You do not have to explain yourself. No can be no just because that's what feels right for you. People may not like it. People may try and get you to explain yourself. If you feel like explaining yourself, that's fine. That's up to you. But you do not have to. No is a complete sentence. It requires no explanation. We have our own reasons for saying no. 
And it's the way to draw a very clear, very definitive boundary. Saying no is one of the greatest gifts we can give ourselves for the people that we work with, that we're around. Okay? Something doesn't feel right. Maybe you don't even know why. That's okay. No is a complete sentence. And, and you say no to somebody and they're like, well, what about this and that and the other thing? No. No is no. As, as my mom would say, again, dedicating the show mom, yes, yes, no, no. You say yes, you mean yes. You say no, you mean no. Nothing in between. No is not maybe. Yes is not maybe. Yes is absolutely. I will be there. I am 100%. No is absolutely not. It does not sit well with me. I don't want to do it. I'm not going to be there. No matter what that person says, it's not up to them. It's up to you. So standing up for ourselves starts with that two-letter word, no. I see we got some more uh, peeps on the Facebook Live. Thank you for joining us. Uh, who is that? Uh, uh, Joe. Uh, Lee. Oh, thank you, Lee, for joining us. And Rachel, pleasure to have you with us on the show today. Remember, if you have any questions about standing up for yourself, boundaries, make sure you type them in the, face, in the comment section of the Facebook Live. I promise I will get to it. And when we get back, we're going to talk about different kinds of boundaries that we need to think of and be aware of. And we will be right back after these messages. You are listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Do you like comic books and movies? How about TV and pop culture? Then you've come to the right place. Hi, I'm Michael Dolce, host of Secrets of the Sire. Joined every week by my co-host, Hassan, Lord of the Radio Godwin. Together, we have over 15 years' experience creating graphic novels, screenplays, and more. Join us as we bring you the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. Wednesday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern, talkradio.nyc. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. And welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. Um, uh, shout out to all the people on the Facebook live stream. And, uh, oh, I just want to say, like, if I sound a little congested or nasally today, it's because I am. Uh, it's still fighting off a little bit of a cold and stuff. I'm on, I'm, it's on the way out, but it's still there a little bit. Okay. So we're talking about standing up for ourselves and the importance of boundaries when we're standing up for ourselves. So, you know, I'm talking about boundaries like they're one thing. They're actually not. There are many different kinds of boundaries. There are physical boundaries, right? You know, we, we all kind of get that sense when somebody breaks a physical boundary and they're really come close up and right up to you, you know, and it's like, oh, that doesn't feel good. You take a step back. 
you know, and you let the and you kind of you don't have to say it, but you kind of subtly let them know, hey, that's a physical boundary you're crossing. That's too close. Um, I know a lot of women are subjected to things like people putting their hands on your shoulder or touching you. That's inappropriate. You know, you take their hand off, you step back. You don't necessarily have to shame the person unless it's appropriate to do that in such a case. Um, But if someone's just a friend and they're being a little overly friendly and you don't feel the same way, you put that physical distance between you. So there are physical boundaries. Ooh, and Patty on the Facebook Live says, I like this reminder. I needed this for the new year ahead. I'm 71 and it's time I think of what's right for me. Beautiful, Patty. You're getting this. Standing up for yourself. Awesome. So there's physical boundaries, right? Um, and sometimes just being in someone's presence, like I've had a lot of people talk to me about, you know, oh, I have this person. They're so negative. They, they, they suck my energy out. I just can't even stand to be in the same room with them. Well, you know what? If you can't stand on being in the same room with them, then don't be. Set that physical boundary. Like it's okay to talk to them on the phone, but not be with them in person. Right? There can be many different kinds of physical boundaries. Physical boundaries is one type of boundary. Right? There are emotional boundaries. Right? The emotional boundaries is, is, is about feelings. It's about our heart. It's about what we share and what the person shares with us. Maybe the person is sharing things with you. It's not quite appropriate for them to share with you. Or maybe you've been sharing things with them that's not quite appropriate for you to share with them. So there needs to be emotional boundaries with people, especially with family members, especially with partners, especially with people who are the closest to us. And then there should also be mental boundaries, right? With how much are we thinking about something? Right, like uh, maybe at our with our business or at our job, we're thinking about it twenty four seven on weekends, and it just is burning us out over time. There needs to be a mental boundary. You know what? It's the weekend. It's Friday night. I'm off the clock. I need this time for myself. I'm not thinking about work. I'm not thinking about my business or career. I'm not thinking about those things to give myself a mental break. Mental boundaries, and then there are energetic or what I would say spiritual boundaries and that has to do with our energy with um, you know kind of our psychic energy how we f- I don't want to say how we feel feel is more emotional but it's really like uh, 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 the inspiration it's like is it an energy that drains our imagination that drains our spirit or uplifts our spirit so having energetic boundaries is important now energetic boundaries most people say oh I'm trying to have energetic boundaries but I'm so empathic energetic boundaries normally start with emotional boundaries okay As if we have strong emotional boundaries it makes it much easier to have strong energetic boundaries and, and, and just a little tool for having a good energetic boundary is when you feel things kind of coming at you that don't feel good, you know, the circle of light, a bubble of light around you, white light, gold light, just that visualization, whether you believe it actually uh, does anything physically or not, just the, the putting our it out there in our mind's eye can have a tremendous benefit for us. You can be in a crowd of 100 people. You have that bubble of light around you. You just kind of set that intention. Just use your imagination and feel that around you. 
And even if you're physically bumping into people because it's so crowded, you can still have that energetic bubble. You can still have that energetic boundary that keeps things from leaking over into you. Now, if you've been paying attention with these four types of boundaries, you know the lens I tend to use a lot for my view of the universe is heart, mind, body, and spirit. Heart, emotional boundaries. Mind, mental boundaries. Body, physical boundaries. Spirit, energetic boundaries. All right, these are four different kinds of boundaries. And different boundaries are appropriate for different situations. Right? Like, uh, let's just say you are out in Times Square on New Year's Eve, right? Going out there, if you're Meshuggah <laughs> in the rain before the ball drops, and you know, hundreds and thousands of people there. I actually did it once a really long time ago, but I was with a friend who was like 6'4 and big, so it's like everybody just parted paths as he came by, and I just walked right behind him. So that's the way you go to a big crowd. Like anyway, so if you're there on New Year's Eve and there are all these people around you, um, you're not going to have a strong physical boundary because you're just packed in together. You don't really need strong emotional boundaries necessarily because you're not emotionally tied to any of these people. They're complete strangers. I, I, mental boundaries, you don't really need because you're not thinking about these people. They're not in your life. There's no point. But this is where the energetic boundary comes in, where even though you're scrunched together or tight, that energetic, invisible boundary around you makes all the difference in the world. All right, so that's the energetic boundary. Emotional boundaries. You know, maybe you have a friend who you're very close with and you feel for them, but, you know, they, they keep, let's say, crossing the boundary. They keep expecting you to be more than just a friend. And you need to have a little bit of that emotional boundary to let them know, like, hey, certain things are good, certain things are not good. Right? Maybe you used to share with them some intimate details of your own relationships that you need to stop doing. Right? You need to kind of distance yourself a little bit to say, like, this is okay and this is not okay. You're still close friends. You still feel for the person. Does not mean you have to share all kinds of details with the person. You know, that's the emotional boundaries, the mental boundary. You know, the mental boundaries is really something, it's a gift that we have to give ourselves because nobody's going to know what's going on inside our head. We're the one who chooses what we focus on inside our mind. And I know, I mean, look, I'm a business owner, right? As business owners, we're normally thinking about our business 24-7, but that does not serve us does not help us. Sometimes we have to stand up to ourselves because we do things that don't serve us. And so I learned this lesson a long time ago uh, from a wonderful book called The Diamond Cutter by Geshe Michael Roach, where as a Buddhist practice, when he went into this diamond business, he was like, I need a day off where I'm not connected to the business. I'm not doing anything. I'm just off into nature, walking around, doing things that just uh, don't uh, uh, have anything to do with business because then I can come back refreshed and then mentally I can come back and because I've been away from it, you can have such a clearer view of things. So really like having mental boundaries around our work, around different aspects of our life is so important 
to take a break, to renew, to refresh, to just say like, hey, you know, I'm, I need some time. I'm going to go read a book, watch a movie, go out in nature, whatever it is, and just not think about uh, my career, my business, you know, money, whatever it happens to be. And by giving ourselves that break of not thinking about something, when we come back to it, we can actually see things from a different perspective more clearly. Now, this is a gift. We re- this is a way of standing up for ourselves to ourselves. So the mental boundaries are very important. And, you know, the physical boundaries, right? Having appropriate physical boundaries just makes us feel better. Now, uh, you know, having physical boundaries does not mean we don't give someone a hug, right? We, we, we are affectionate creatures. We, you know, a baby, if it's not held for one month, will die for lack of physical contact, right? We do need physical contact, but there are appropriate kinds of physical contact, all right? You know, if, if you're friends with someone, and I don't care if it's same sex or opposite sex, you know, it all depends on your orientation. You know, a hug can be a deep, heartfelt hug without being sexual, without being crossing that line. Um, but then also a hug can be inappropriate. That physical boundary, uh, if it's maybe too long, or maybe when the person is hugging you, they're putting their hand in an inappropriate place. And so that's a time for us to say, no, that's not okay. That didn't make me feel good. You know, and you maybe need to educate the person. Maybe you need to show them because they don't know, because they're not used to having people around them who have good boundaries. Maybe you need to say to them, hey, look, this is a way of doing it appropriately. This is what feels right. That didn't feel right. And so in some ways, that's both having a strong physical boundary but it's also having a strong emotional boundary because it's what feels right, as well as an energetic boundary. Sometimes boundaries are more than just one kind of boundary. Sometimes they can be all four or three or two types of boundaries in one. So again, these boundaries are here to serve us. And when we come back from break... I can't believe it's time for our last break of the show. But when we come back from break, I'm going to talk about when is it appropriate to break certain boundaries. So stay tuned. Again, if you have any questions or comments, please uh, let us know on the Facebook Live. Uh, just type them in like Patty did uh, and let us know. Um, and, you know, this is our last segment, so it's time to get those questions in before we finish. So thank you for listening, and we will be right back after these messages. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. best designs for your life start at home. I'm David Thiergartner, interior designer and host of At Home. Listen live Tuesday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern Time as we talk to the very best professionals about interior design and the design that's all around us right here on talkradio.nyc. Are you a conscious co-creator? 
Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. TalkingAlternative.com Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We do this every Thursday, 12 noon Eastern to 1 p.m. right here on talkradio.nyc and on Facebook Live. And uh, thank you, uh, Joan Pelzer, fellow talkradio.nyc host. Thank you. I'm glad you're enjoying listening to this one. And Abby has a question. What if I live with people, family in parentheses, I feel I need boundaries with? Of course, Abby, we absolutely, our family are the ones we need the most important boundaries with. Now, the thing, the challenge with family boundaries is our family has been has known us since we were born. Our family is used to us being a certain way. And so when we try and now institute new boundaries, they're not going to like it. They're going to get upset. How dare you change? Because, and we're, we all have this, our brain is hardwired to not want change. The amygdala, which is our reptilian brain in the back of our head, it does not like change. It does not recognize change. If, if you um, have a close friend that you've known for years and then for some reason they're out of your life for a number of years and then they come back in your life, to you, they haven't changed at all. I mean, they like physically might have changed a little bit, but they're the exact same person, whereas they may be completely different, but we don't see the change because our mind doesn't like change. So the first thing is we have to know there's going to be resistance to change. All right, so we just have to expect it. So we know there's going to be resistance to change, but we still need to do what's right for us. Now, establishing boundaries with people who are especially close to us does not have to be a contentious uh, 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 negative thing. As a matter of fact, if we're being kind of antagonistic to the people we're setting the boundaries with, then we're not being centered ourselves. We're not truly standing up for ourselves. It's being a more of a reactive thing. But when we can stand up and say, you know what? I just need this for me. This is what feels right for me. This is what I need for me. Then we can come from a much more gentle and a much more uh, a self-assured place. So Abby, what I would say is if you need to set up boundaries with your family, first of all, uh, which one or combination of the boundaries do you need to set up? Physical, emotional, mental, or energetic? All right. Um, and then when you set up the boundary, 
you know, recognize that this is a change and say to them, hey, look, I know in the past, like, we've done this, whatever this happens to be, and I've gone along with it, but it just doesn't feel right for me anymore. So I need to set up a, a, a rule, a boundary that this is okay, but this is not okay. And I know this has been okay in the past. It's not okay with me anymore. I am not the same person. It, and even if I am the same person, it, it doesn't feel right. It probably never felt right. This is the boundary. And just explain it to them. Now, you know, sometimes, you know, now they're going to try and, and test you and see, do you really mean it? Are you really sure that this is a boundary? And they may test you and try and cross that boundary. And that's just an opportunity for us to be more firm. And remember, no is a complete sentence. All right? You don't have to justify yourself. No is no just because that's what feels right for you. All right? If you start explaining yourself, if you start justifying yourself, you're actually allowing them to cross that boundary. Okay? And, and maybe explaining yourself is okay, but maybe just in the moment you don't need to explain yourself and say, no, no is no. You know, I'll, tell, I'll explain why later. You don't even have to give them uh, a specific time. Just I'll explain it to you later, and, and, and you can decide when is the appropriate time to explain it. And if you feel you need to explain it right then and there, explain it right then and there. Again, I think, especially when you're dealing with family, having that strong energetic boundary, again, that visualization of that bubble of safety, that white light, gold light, whatever light works for you, where you feel safe, and maybe it's not a bubble, maybe it's a pyramid, whatever geometric shape works for you, maybe start with having that strong energetic boundary, then work towards the mental boundary, the emotional boundary, and then the physical boundary. And then once you feel very clear and you have those boundaries inside yourself, then standing up to family, then standing up for ourselves to other people becomes a little bit easier. And again, be gentle with yourself. Oh my God, I said I had these boundaries and then I let them cross it. It's okay. Build it up slowly, a little bit at a time. And maybe, you know, having a huge boundary right away is not the way to go. Maybe you need to do it kind of stepwise. Maybe just a piece at a time can help. Okay, Abby, I hope uh, that helps. Let me know. And, you know, if over time, if, you know, feel free to reach out with, to me, private message me, and let me know if, if uh, there's anything I can do to support you in having better boundaries with your family. Okay, so having boundaries is a choice. It's a choice where we're saying, I need to take care of myself. I love myself. I value myself enough to give myself the space I need to live my life the way I want to live my life. So it's a choice. Now, sometimes we need to break boundaries. Now, this is not something we should do lightly. This is not something that we should do uh, frivolously. But sometimes we need to break a boundary for very specific reasons. Maybe somebody is really stuck 
in a relationship. Maybe they're stuck in a habit, a pattern that needs real intervention. And I'm, I'm, ta- I'm thinking about things like abuse, uh, addiction. Uh, sometimes we need to kind of break that boundary to really help the person. But when we do that, we really want to break that boundary from a place of love and really thinking about it beforehand that this is coming from a place of what is really going to be best for the other person, not for us. Uh, Because someone may have set a boundary with us, uh, but they set a boundary because maybe they know that we don't like what they're doing or that there's, again, there's something not right about it. And maybe we need to break that to really help them. But the breaking of that boundary, again, should be done very rarely, very consciously, and very purposefully. Again, I I don't think of boundaries as solid brick walls. I think of them more as fences, maybe chain link fence, a wooden fence. Something that needs to be respected but something also that you maybe can see past a little bit and you know, hey, this person is hurting themselves, this person or is hurting someone else and and really we need to get in there and do something about it. So, so I don't want you to feel like just because you've set up good boundaries uh, with other people and they have good boundaries with you, that that's the end of it. It's just the beginning. And boundaries also can shift and change over time. You know, having a strong emotional boundary with somebody who's just a friend, over time they may become a closer friend and that boundary starts to get a little porous. That boundary starts to shift and change a little bit because that emotional connection is getting stronger and you know them better and you begin to trust them more. So, so you know, boundaries do, are not static. Boundaries are not something that, you know, you set it and forget it and that's it. They can shift and change over time. But the important thing is to just be aware of the change in the boundary. And and it's also good to revisit boundaries sometimes, especially with specific people, and to talk about it with them and to see how they feel about that boundary. Um, now, I just uh, want to give you guys a resource before we finish the show. And this is a resource my mentor had, had mentioned to me and said to, to check it out. It's a book called Boundaries, Where You End and I Begin. It's by Anne Catherine. Uh, she also wrote another book called Where to Draw the Line. And, it, and it's an older book. It's not that new a book. I, I bought a used copy of it. I'm not completely through it, but it's a very good book. And so sometimes just look for these tools to help yourself um, uh, have better boundaries. That You know, it's not natural to us because of our conditioning. So sometimes we need to look for other tools, other aids of what do we need to have better boundaries. And this is where reading books, having a coach, having someone to mentor you to have better boundaries around certain things can be invaluable. You know, this is one of the things that I I, uh, I tend to, uh, just because, I mean, uh, look, I admit it, my boundaries are not as uh, wonderful as they could be. Um, and I'm working on it. I'm learning. I know it's something that is going to be an ever-evolving process. But the important thing to remember, uh, thank you for the hearts, um, 
is that boundaries are a choice. And that standing up for ourselves is a choice. It's an act of kindness to ourself. And this is the thing, having the proper perspective around boundaries, when we use boundaries as a way of being kind to ourselves, we will naturally set appropriate boundaries that are not too harsh and not too loose, not too solid and not too porous. It's a recognition of what we need, of our own value in life, of, of our self-care, self-love, that, hey, we care about ourselves too much to allow this inappropriate behavior to continue. So, I hope this, this discussion about boundaries has helped you. Um, if you find this video has been valuable, please share it. Please let people know. Uh, let's not keep us in the best kept secret in New York City or in the country. Share this video with your friends and let them know, hey, just take a listen with an open mind. Maybe it appeals to you. Maybe it doesn't. Maybe there's something of value in here for you. Maybe not. I don't know. Like I said at the beginning of the broadcast, you know, uh, have an open but critical mind. Don't accept anything I say. Try it for yourself and see how it works for you. And if it works for you, great. Let me know. You know, I, I really appreciate the feedback. I appreciate each and every one of you listeners because without you, there's no point to doing the show. So thank you all for tuning in. Remember, tomorrow we have Follow Me Friday starting at 12 noon and Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio at 1 p.m. Eastern. And then uh, we'll be back next week, Tuesday night. New shows. And we will be back next Thursday, 12 noon. And until then, love yourself. Take care of yourself. Remember, no is a complete sentence. Have good boundaries. And we will talk to you then. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you stuck in a rut? Negative thoughts, feelings, and conversations got you down? Hi, I'm Noreen Sumter, the Potentiator. Tune in every Tuesday at 9 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time and listen for new ideas on my show, Beyond Potential, Live Life Your Way, on talkradio.nyc. Hey, all you crazy listeners. Looking to boost your business? Why not advertise on Talking Alternative with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply email at info at talkingalternative.com. Do you like comic books and movies? How about TV and pop culture? Then you've come to the right place. Hi, I'm Michael Dolce, host of Secrets of the Sire. 
Joined every week by my co-host, Hassan, Lord of the Radio Godwin. Together, we have over 15 years' experience creating graphic novels, screenplays, and more. Join us as we bring you the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. Wednesday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern, talkradio.nyc. Did you know you've been playing poker your whole life, even if you've never played a hand of cards? Hi, I'm Ellen Lakend, author of Poker Woman and host of the new show, Poker Divas. On the show, I talk about how poker strategy helps you win in business, life, and love. Tune in live every Thursday, 1 p.m. to 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network at www.talkingalternative.com. Now, broadcasting 24 hours a day. Talking Alternative. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.